Hi, I'm Jonah. I'm Joe. I'm a stand-up comedian, writer, and teacher. And I'm an aspiring actor, and we are your survival guides to get you through your life as we stumble through ourselves. We'd really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review to help other people find their survival guide. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome back to another episode of How Do You Survive? My name is Jonah. I'm Joe. And we are your survival guides to get you through life as we stumble through ourselves. How are you? I'm very good. We've got both got a few life updates since our last episode. What's yours? I have a dog. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. How's yeah. that? Uh, yeah, it's been an adjustment. Uh, oh, poor Margot. Um, so her name's Margot. She's a nine-month-old multi-poo. Margot, Margot, come here. Nope, never mind. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never had a pet before. You had a hamster. We had a rabbit. D- did we have the rabbit though? Oh, the rabbit was had by the fox. Yeah, is it the fox that got it? That's what I remember Mum saying. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought it ended up in the bin though. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe the carcass did, but I don't think Mum put the live rabbit I in thought, the bin. I thought it died. I've had enough. <laughs> I thought it went to the farm. No, I thought it. I thought. Oh, I'll have to check that. Okay. What do you mean? Was in the bin? I seem to remember like, mom's telling dad to put it in the bin. <laughs> oh yeah, because it was dead. Because the fox killed it. Well, but usually a fox would like drag it away. No. Well, was I mean, just... it was a horrible, horrible thing. So maybe the fox was like, I literally want nothing to do with this now. I just have to go home and weep. How much do you remember of nipples? Um. I don't know. I've got quite. I feel like I can still see it in my mind quite vividly. Mm. I I remember chasing it around the garden. Did you ever catch it? No, it was quick. No, <laughs> no it was like six or whatever. Um, and I remember. Well, yeah, come, yeah. And then I remember it was Matt's. I remember knowing it was Matt's. Pet. Yeah, I know it was like Matt's mm. prime responsibility. Yeah, but um, and then and then you had a hamster, mm-hmm. um, and then so I've never I've never had a pet. Mm-hmm. So like this is a this is a change in kind of dynamic for me, but it's it's really lovely to come home and she she recognizes me like my footsteps kind of thing, and so I'll open the door and she's at the door and she's, she'll jump on me and things mm-hmm. like that. It's it's very very sweet. So that's cool. I, yeah, like the the getting up at five th- like five in the morning to take her for a quick walk and a poo and a pee outside. <sighs> This is Chriselle, my wife. Yeah. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> I assume so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would have seen otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Consider the dog, um, but yeah, that that's a bit of an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Or at ten thirty at night when it's cold and raining. Yeah, that's you have got it at like sorry, you got her at like a <laughs> kind of a tougher Show adjustment, a tougher adjustment period time. Yes, where yeah. like it's always dark, it's always cold. Yeah, if we got her in the summer, it would have been. You'd be like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. on a, like a nice warm win- yeah. e- evening kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's our big news. How about you, Jonah? Would you say, sorry, just before we move on, would you have said you were a dog person before getting the dog? I would have said that I liked dogs. I've never, I if it would just be by myself for the rest of my life, I don't think I'd ever get a dog. Yeah, so like I feel like because we didn't grow up apart from that one rabbit and the one hamster, mm. like we didn't grow up with like high maintenance pets like dogs and cats. Yeah, and so I now even class a cat as high maintenance to be fair. Oh, it's a bit more maintenance. It's just more maintenance, and I just think as well like vets. Like yeah. for example, 
if the hamster's sick, you just let it die. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure there are people that would take it to the vet, but like it's just, it's, I mean, it's really sad, but you, I would just let it die. Whereas with the dog, clear. <laughs> you, like, you have to have, in, do you have insurance for Margot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's like you have insurance out. Yeah, prayers and thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have insurance. Like it's, yeah. The, uh, when I, yeah, sorry, when I mean high maintenance, I don't mean like no, the actual the, dog. Fi- but, financially though, but yes, it's, it's a financial different. commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a yeah. high maintenance commitment financially. Mm. Um, and so just to have that mental adjustment, I'm like, I don't, like I love dogs and I love your dog, but I just, I just don't care mm. enough to, make that high maintenance change in my life. Mm. I mean, I, it's still adjusting to it. Um, like, but the other day, like I, I gave Chrishell a kiss and she, she knows when we're being affectionate to each other and she'll jump up. And so like, she was on the sofa, we were on the sofa and then like, she just started licking my cheek. So it's a very, it was a very cute thing. And it, it, she does feel like part of the family. But at the same time, when we picked up Margot on the way, we were like, this is the last time will ever be by ourselves, like, as a couple. Well, on Boxing Day, you're going on no. the couple's... <laughs> yeah, but do you, do you know what I mean? But no, no, yeah, yeah. your family, so like, has, your so family like dynamic has when, changed When now. parents have a child, but, like, they, they have a child, like, we have a dog kind of thing. Uh, and I'm not... always just leave the, the petrol station. It's fine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why drive, petrol drive, drive. station? I know, it's just, like, a typical place oh, to leave okay. children, right? Is it? In my experience, at least. In my personal experience, you, when I have left children behind... <laughs> it's like... So, okay. So, you've left children, but you weren't left behind... At, as a child. No, gosh. No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Were, you, were you ever separated from mom and dad? For like um, a long period of time? Yeah, since I was 18, I moved out. No, but um, <laughs> uh, I remember getting lost at, in the shop in the Asda. In the Asda. In Asda. Hmm. <laughs> the one and only. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Mm. Did Have you mom yell at you? <laughs> uh, oh, I don't... <laughs> I feel like she's, she, the response would have been she would have yelled at you for getting lost. <laughs> mm, I don't remember it. I think there's more relief. Uh, I'll have to ask her. Peace. Did you? Yeah, and goodwill the man. <laughs> yeah, she must have been a good day. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your new big news, Jonah? Um, I moved flats. Mm-hmm. I moved from West London to East London. Mm. Nice so far. Do you feel like a very young professional, like a, a proper young professional now that you live in East London? No, there's, there's a lot of young professionals also living in West London, so... Uh, I feel like the majority of young professionals live in East London, though. Um, maybe, I don't know. I mean, because most of the people I work with live outside of London. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. okay. Well, most of them have families, so... <laughs> most of them have families. Oh, I see, so. okay. I think you said most of them are my family. <laughs> we're very close. That was like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. We're <laughs> no, we're definitely not. I just want you to know, boss, I see you as a family. And you must like... Oh, gosh, yeah. if I said... I just can't think of anything worse than saying that in front of my colleagues. I would feel... I would get shunned out. I'd be like, that's so weird. You're so weird. Leave us alone. <laughs> Well, I guess that'd be a great way for me to work from home for the rest of my career. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> They're like, true. please don't come to the office with that attitude. That's true. Maybe that's what you need to do. Um, yeah, but most of them live outside of London. so Which is like, because there's a lot of train strikes coming up. And mm. so like, they can't come into London. Mm-hmm. But there's no train strikes for me. So I can always go to the office. <laughs> Maybe I should move again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's nice so you far. Like in the apartment? Yes. Um, it's It's got everything I need. So, yeah. And it's cheaper rent, which is great. Yeah. 
um, which I feel like is so insane that you'd go down in rents in London. Mm. But the size of the room has also gone gone down, so yeah, that also makes sense. Price but, you know, to it, kind of thing. You know, push and shove. Mm. And you were yeah. in central London before. It was zone two. So that was zone two still. Mm -hmm. Oh well, that's still kind of central London-ish. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. maybe. Nice. Depends who you ask. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Jonah, got, I've got some exciting news for you. <laughs> it's just a picture on your iPad. So. <laughs> uh, Riz was named Word of the Year 2023 by Oxford University Press. Oh gosh, interesting. Do you well? Have you ever used the word Riz? Slash. I've, do you know I what feel it, like as someone who's just turned 27, I've become too old to use the word for uh, Interesting. Why, so would you? No. Oh, thank no, no. <laughs> Okay. Um, I I have heard other people use it, but more... I, who are in your age group? No. This okay. Is the thing. I've heard other people use it. Yeah, I've heard people use it in making fun of Gen Z. That's how I came across the word. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just also... But I also feel like the older people... Even millennials making fun of like new slang terms that just ages you so much, like making fun of yeah yeah as if like you weren't also in that exact same position when you were their age using yeah, new slang sure. terms. So yeah, 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 like, yeah, oh, yeah. Gosh, millennials. <laughs> <laughs> do you what, what do you class yourself as? Neither. I'm above both. <laughs> no i'm just kidding um I don't, I don't know i don't know i'd like some things i think like yeah i could probably more millennial with us and things i'm probably more gen z with just okay. depends just uh, in between yeah somewhere in between fair enough do you know what riz means um it's could like you define riz for us it's like someone's uh, ability like someone's game i guess is probably the best yeah uh, I was gonna say normal term, but like if you if you said oh some someone's got good game, mm. then they've got riz essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I felt stupid saying that. Yeah. But like you know if they're charming or you know they're good at flirting that kind of thing. Mm. I did. Uh, let me see. If I, oh gosh, I hope I put it down. Oh no, hang a sec. Um, BBC did an article on other top uh, that were close to the the. Um, Word of the year. Mm. Swifty was one. That's interesting because I feel like that's been a popular word for a long time. Yeah. But I feel like just because but the Taylor's had a very impactful year, it's probably just been used a lot year. more. I feel like, I mean, Taylor Swift was already big, but do you reckon she's gotten even bigger this year? Um, I, I Yeah, I would probably say so. I yeah. think more solidifying. Mm. Like, I feel like probably the same amount of people know of her existence... But it's just more solidifying her stance in Korea. That's true. I mean, I've listened more to her this year than any, any ever before. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, Spotify said I was in the top 9%. She was my top uh, artist on Spotify. Really? Yeah. Because I, most of the people I listen to... Sorry, I mostly use Spotify to find new artists. Mm. So I don't listen to a new artist... Very off, or like if, if it comes to Taylor Swift and other, you listen to more other. Yes, but for a single specific artist. Yeah, yeah. like the most I listened to Swift is when we were about to watch the Eras tour film, hmm. and I was listening to like know the songs and things like I that. I know you chose "You Belong with Me" a couple weeks ago as like the best one. That's not my like, favorite. But I was gonna say, what? So, what is your actual favorite? Uh, I don't have one. Okay, well, I'm going to make you choose one. <laughs> so what would your decision be? Uh, 
Cruel Summer is good, but that's, I mean, that was the, like the, the top one on Spotify. So I listened to the most, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, what's that? Do you remember me? Um, Oh, Wildest Dreams. Well, yeah, that one comes to my head. I don't know if it's my favorite though. Um, I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay. I, I have no answer. I'm afraid. Would you like to hear some of the I other words? I am afraid, but that's okay. Would you like to hear some of the other words? Yes. Okay. Beige flag. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Seems right. Which I actually falls in the line of what we're talking about today. <laughs> uh, situationship. Yeah. Um, uh, parasocial, which I didn't know. What I don't I know what that means. Yeah. So uh, parasocial is an adjective. Clearly, that's why I didn't make the number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, designating a relationship characterized by the one-sided unreciprocated sense of intimacy felt by a viewer, fan, or follower for a well-known or prominent figure. So I imagine, like, you have a parasocial relationship with Taylor Swift. <laughs> this is so dramatic, but <laughs> unnecessary. That does sound like a diagnosis. Well, yeah, it? it sounds like I can't cope. Yeah. Okay, okay. I've never even heard anyone use it before. How interesting that was. That was on the yeah. top list. Uh, heat Dome. Which is I don't a, know what that is either. a persistent high pressure. This is more kind of scientific. A persistent high <laughs> oh, pressure okay. weather system over a particular <laughs> geographic area, which traps a mass of hot air below it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> that that made it the top top ten. Swifty is described as an enthusiastic fan of the singer Taylor Swift. So I may be a fan, but I'm not enthusiastic. So yeah. I guess like okay. I'm I'm not Swifty. Uh, prompt, which I don't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought it meant prompt as in like do it promptly, yeah. but prompt as in the instruction given to an artificial intelligence program uh, okay, because okay. of the rise of AI, AI and things like that. And then de-influencing as well was another one. Mm, interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There you go. I wonder how, who chooses that and what gives them the very, the authority to do So that? like different dictionaries will choose their... I know, but what gives the them year? authority to do that? Uh, uh, the what do they know? <laughs> All the words. <laughs> Yeah. Brexit was one of the words of the year once. I, I can that. only presume after 2016. <laughs> yeah, before, ironically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, shall we get into to today's topic? Yeah. We were discussing what topic we should come up with, and uh, I referenced a TikTok from a, the podcast Secret Diary of a CEO. And um, basically, there's this dating expert, and what we can link the put the link in the show notes. And she describes the difference between icks and deal breakers. And she references how someone, uh, the, this particular comedian, interviewed lots of different women and about their biggest icks. And she mentioned one ick was like perhaps she had this really nice dinner, this great guy, really really good, and then he pulls out his wallet, and then you hear this sound. And it's the sound of a Velcro wallet. And that would be an ick because it's not very sexy. It's a very childlike kind of thing. And all of a sudden it's a turn off for them. And they wouldn't continue to date that that man. How old were you when you last had a <laughs> Velcro wallet? Uh, probably just a little bit too old. Uh, <laughs> 29? <laughs> got it for my 30th. Yeah. <laughs> um that's uh, uh maybe 11 
okay, that's not bad. Yeah, not too bad. I wouldn't yeah. say that's too old. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had I had a Velcro. I was a camouflage wallet with a chain. With a chain to, to attached to your. Because you had the same, didn't you? I had a black one. Yeah. Oh, you had a black one. Oh, because you were. Because cool. I'm better. I'm better than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 I didn't often pay for dates at the age of 11, so I think I got away <laughs> with it. Uh, but that's the point that she makes. No. That, like, uh, another one that this comedian found was a woman imagined this this fella running for the bus, and it, she said it was an instant turnoff. And so she wouldn't date the, the guy. Mm. And the, the, the professional was saying that those aren't real reasons not to date someone. If yep. they're, you know, good, good values, they treat you well, if you're attracted to them, so on and so on, then that's not a real reason. So that that's the kind of thing we want to discuss is how to grow, you know, good relationships and what are the differences between X and deal breakers. My first question, Jonah, is you use dating apps or do you still use dating apps or the last time I had to make one of these videos, I didn't have enough space in my <laughs> phone, so I deleted it. I have had no regrets of doing that. Okay. So. All right. Well, and I even after like before I deleted it, I hadn't been on it in ages. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I feel after I've gone, ton, done 10 swipes, I just start to feel guilty. Because mm. I'm like, if I met you, in, I feel like when I meet someone, I say meet someone online, when I see someone online compared to when I see them in person, it's, I, find, I feel like I'm a lot more, I guess, generous <laughs> with mm. like my yes and no's when I, if I know <laughs> that, if I see them in person. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like maybe <laughs> but well like on an app i'm just like no 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 yeah no. whereas like in life i wouldn't do that like i i say like give them a chance if i'm like some high authority or whatever no, I, no, just, I, I just mean like i wouldn't over i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't overthink it be like yo just speak to them like whatever that's fine and then you get yeah. along and that's great but when it's just on an app you're just like no no yeah. like you're not an exact version of perfection so no like that's that's what it feels like and i don't i don't like doing that it feels icky yeah, I'm glad that you that you feel that way because I think that's good. But I am pro dating app. I do think like it is a functional way to get to know people and meet people. Like I think and, you have to I'm be very not... conscious of like how to use dating apps properly. And, yes, and like you said, be aware that. But it's it's just tough. But like dating is tough in general. I don't think the app is the issue. It's just dating in general is tough. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't want to like um, app bash or um, de influence. Yes. <laughs> Good word. <laughs> Let's try and use all Let's those words use, today. What was what's the heat one? <laughs> um, it was a uh, heat dome. Heat dome. Okay, heat dome. we have to use heat okay. dome at some point. All right. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'll not. I'm not. You. I'm not bashing. Like for example, our cousin, she met her husband on dating app. Yeah, and it worked out great. Um, so see, I'm not. I'm not app bashing, but sometimes it's just draining. I. I I feel you. I don't think I was as I didn't think I was as guilty, but I did notice that you have no soul. Well, I think do you know this is this is my issue. I never actually ended up dating anyone really on a from a dating app. Yeah, you did. Who? Rachel. Rachel. That oh, that's true. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's that is actually. I knew Rachel before. Yes. Um. So I guess that like helped and mm -hmm. stuff or that made it a little bit different because what I was about to say was but it was the the, the app was the catalyst yes yeah. I do agree with you there so that that is true um what I was about to say is that the people I didn't know mm. it felt very it felt like there were there were bots almost like I, I didn't it's it's hard to connect yeah I let don't, it, I, like 
I didn't feel as bad about like leaving them on red or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do you know? What I mean? And I I kind of recognized that, and I was like, I wouldn't do that to anyone I know. Yeah. So why am I? Because yeah, because you, you haven't seen them in person yet. So yeah, you just, yeah. You don't have that association. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to call out the faults as well, and it was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used to call them up. Yeah, I used to call at them. two o'clock Let's in the morning. <laughs> I need to feel good about myself. So, you so I'm going to tell all the things I don't like about you. Yeah, and then they psych on the police. It was so crazy. <laughs> uh, talking about extra. But like, um, yeah, so I I noticed that that's yeah, what you, you, dating apps did to me. You're more hypercritical on the apps, I feel. Yes, yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just, it was, I was... Yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't rude or anything, but like I, I wasn't as polite or as considerate as I should have yeah. been, especially when it came to like ghosting and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Which is which is rude, but like yeah. I kinda yeah. It's tough. Anyway, my original question oh, was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh like how would you start a conversation? What be would it be your advice for starting And a and this is the thing that I didn't like is like sorry. <laughs> like the best way is like when Did you ever try Bumble? Uh no. no. Okay. I think I would maybe go Hinge because that's what most of my friends use. Okay. So, but anyway. So you can date your friends. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the question? Oh, no, I forgot again. No. Oh, how would I start a conversation? Um, if there is like a specific thing on their profile, that's what you use. It's like an in. Like if they're yeah. in like the country you've been to or okay. they're holding a massive cake. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> Do you like cake? Do you like cake? <laughs> But um, when there's just nothing to go on, sometimes I'm like, I'm just gonna swipe no because I don't know what to say to you, and oh. I'm not, I'm not gonna go, hey, how are you? No, no. Do you know why? Because they go, good, thanks. How are you? And then it's back in your court, and you've got to <laughs> do the whole thing again. So <laughs> you just say the same thing. Yeah. Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> and then they block you. No. Um. So it's uh, that's that's another thing. It's just it's hard because mm, mm. I feel like in person there's almost this adrenaline stink on your feet and the very quick yeah. moment that you just... I think it's a different skill as yeah, well. Yeah, it is a different skill. Yeah. So, no. Mm. Um, how do I start a conversation? I don't. I delete the app. <laughs> <laughs> I log off and delete the app. That's how I do it. How did you start conversations, Joe? Um, I honestly, I, was, I know you, you don't like this, but I just found it effective. I was like, hey, how's your day gone? And people then tell me about the day. And I, from there, I start the conversation. Yeah. It also, it just depends how keen they are. I think if, if for example, you... Oh, I'm super attractive. So they were super keen. Yeah. So and humble. <laughs> um, but like, you know, if you give a boring response, but they just really like your profile, they'll probably be willing to give way more. Mm. But if you're both on the side of like, well, I mean, you're not bad, so I'll swap, <laughs> yes. But she also thought the same thing. It's kind of going nowhere. Yeah, that's. Fair. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. No, sorry, just like the, you're not bad. I'm not bad. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um. <clears throat> so my other. Do, do you have a question, John? Yeah. What are your ex? Okay. This is the juicy part. Come on. <laughs> okay. So we discussed this slightly uh, at the dinner table with Christian. Um. So my. I, I thought about this because I. I don't know. I feel like I feel like most of my icks are more deal breakers. So that's why I struggle. Well, we're going to have a conversation about mm. where this line is, Joe. But so go on. uh one of them is um just depending on how loud the person is and the consistency of how loud they are. So obviously everyone's allowed to be loud. What? I said I think I only sent this to Chrishell. I can't remember if I sent it to the oh. Walsh's chat. But um <laughs> have you seen the TikTok of um 
quiet white people. No. <laughs> it's these two guys who like go into shops and they like walk around like like if it's in like a home store, like an IKEA or something sure, like that. Yeah, yeah. And they just like pick up like little beige gentle items and like, oh, beige light candle. I'll light in the evening my quiet white people friends and it's just this like obviously that they're white too and like this theme of just okay, like white yeah, yeah. people like peace and quiet <laughs> and so when you're like i don't like loud things it's just like quiet white people but yes carry on yeah not too loud well i feel like we grew up in a very quiet house oh. until mom lost her hearing <laughs> <laughs> and then when she puts the tv it on it was so quiet her ears lost the will to live <laughs> Because they're like, we're not being used. We'll just go away. The other thing is as well is uh, our dad <laughs> bought surround sound. And like, which was great. Like, I remember watching a lot of rings and thinking it was great. And then that kind of kept mum's hearing got worse and worse. And I remember we were watching this film and it was just me and mum. And like, it was, it was pretty loud, but it was mostly dialogue. And that's, yeah. that's all right. Doable. But then I, I think it was like, I think it was based like, during the world war or something oh, it wasn't okay. like it wasn't like a fight but so, for some reason someone got a, like a machine gun <laughs> and, went, boom, 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 and it felt like it was there and it just jumped mom's <laughs> <laughs> like turn it up <laughs> yeah do you want subtitles what <laughs> do you want subtitles what, what? I can't hear you. <laughs> Subtitles. Oh, I'm not deaf. Oh, damn. That was a conversation we had with our mother. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah. It's <laughs> priceless. But yeah, no, we didn't. And then <laughs> the neighbors would complain, <laughs> but she couldn't hear them. So. <laughs> can't hear the haters. Can't hear the haters. Yeah. Won't slash can't hear the haters. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we do, we grew up in a very quiet household, so I <laughs> I, I agree. Like, are you not, the same? It's not what we used to. No, I like loud. You, but I, are you the I opposite think, then? Well, I think for the same, re- like you've just gone as in like, well, this is what I'm used to. This is what I want, and I've gone in the opposite. It's direction. not what I want. It's just that like. <laughs> oh no, I'm not saying that you are quiet white people. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying that like you like a comfortable space well, is a quiet space. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying though like it's more of it can stress me out a little bit. Oh, and okay. I, it depends on the space. So if I physically go into a club, I'm like, well, actually, even in the club, I sometimes I feel it like. <laughs> turn <I'm>, it down. <laughs> Everyone's having too much fun. Mom's like, turn it up. Got it. Got it. Right by the massive speaker. <laughs> Is this even on? <laughs> From the thing with, with her DJ, hearing. plug it in, please. <laughs> With her hearing aids, it amplifies the bass. <laughs> so it's just like boom, boom, boom. Um, we'll have to take mum clubbing at Christmas. But uh, um, yeah, it's, it, it kind of stresses me out. Um, but like, if I go to a party or whatever, even now, I think, I don't know, the older I get, it stresses me out more. Now I've bought like earplugs for it. So it reduces, and it doesn't mean I don't hear anything, but it reduces the noise. It just helps helps my anxiety i thought for where sorry I must, where this was for where you where you use the hearing plugs earplugs so for example we uh during the summer we'd have the windows open we live oh. by a petrol station slash the main road mm. and so at and uh, during the winter we have our windows closed and it's quiet it's peaceful but during the summer it's open to get fresh air but it's loud so i put them in because there's this constant noise that's so interesting because i feel like i'm the opposite like i almost like noise going on in the background and it can be like for example falling asleep with a film on 
that is the best you sleep like you'll ever have. Yes. Interesting. Love that. Mm. Do you ever have you tried like putting on podcasts and then falling asleep to that? Because you can have timers for them. I don't think. I mean, I can also sleep anytime, anywhere, <laughs> any position. So it's it's never like a necessity. Yeah. But I just mean like it feels kind of just like cozy when there's like something going on the, in the background. Yeah, but I'm, that's true. it's not so necessary where I would seek it out to yeah. put it on a, on a night. But I was. <clears throat> it's not that I don't mind noise. It depends on the noise. For example, at night in the evening. I mean, uh, you know, uh, bless Chriselle. She's she's very accommodating, and she she likes this too. But she also likes loud music, and she's really nice, and she turns down the music when I walk in or whatever. But um, uh, I I listen to lo-fi at night. I find that very calming. So I like to have a noise, but it has to be a very calming noise. Yeah, I don't like loud kind of intense noises and things like that. Sleep with that as yeah. well. So, like, for so when it comes to X, <laughs> comes to <laughs> women. Like, <laughs> no, when it comes to like a, a part, a partner, like it, having someone who's consistently loud, and like you can't quite quiet down at the same level that I want. That would be a that would be an ick for me. But it would it feels like a deal breaker as well. Mm, yeah, that, that actually affects me. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you? Um, I said chewing with your mouth open or just the mouthy eating noises in general. Mm. The, this is something I worry about because mm -hmm. I often get uh, blocked noses and then it's harder to eat with your mouth open. But we had a conversation about this, about how like you were a snotty child. <laughs> and, I, and now you just brought this up. I'm like, it sounds like your immune system is, is fighting for its life. Because <laughs> you just always have a cold. <laughs> just around winter, like... Well, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, well, that's the thing. So winter would be cold and then spring would have hay fever. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. And it wasn't until... It's just a daily battle. It was. It wasn't until I was 21 that I discovered nasal sprays. <laughs> Changed my life. Um, my nasal spray. My nasal spray. Um, yeah. So I feel like I would have been one of the... That I would be susceptible to that ick, if that makes sense. I'm not going to lie. I don't really notice it now as an adult. I guess you've just gotten better. But as a teenager, it was a, it was a, it was an issue, Joe. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe maybe at dinner time, it wasn't as bad because, like, we would eat with our family. Yeah. But during breakfast time, like, it was just, like, yeah. dad was gone, mom was doing whatever. It was just us two at the dinner table. Mm. And it's, like, cereal, which is, like, a slurpy. It's a slurpy, yeah. I'm, I'm, my patience was tested. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> and I think I've carried it through. But I, in all this, I don't really ever meet people who are generally loud eaters. Like, it's a very uncommon thing. Yeah. But because it's so uncommon, when it picks up, oh, I pick up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm aware of that this is happening right yeah. now. There's, it's a very uncomfortable sound, at least in our culture. Like, um, And sometimes when I'd be teaching uh, students online, like English and stuff, I would hear them eating and they'd be eating like with the microphone. So I'd hear oh, that yeah. the whole thing and it was, it was awful and it'd be right in my ear. Makes your headphones on. Yeah. 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 And then your other one was uh, baby talk. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. The first stick is like for anyone really. Yeah. But baby talk, I mean, I don't, I don't know why anyone that's, that guy, I don't know why a guy would speak to me like this. <laughs> but, Could you do the spreadsheets, please? <laughs> I need to find another job. <laughs> you are not my family. <laughs> no, but like, just when there are some, most girls don't, which is great, but there are individuals yeah. that think that when a girl talks to a guy and like the baby they think it's cute on a door and it's not it's like, oh, I hate it 
Do you remember, so creepy. Do you remember my first girlfriend? Kayla. No. Oh, yeah. She was your first girlfriend? Mm-hmm. You dated people before, but she was I your did. first official, official girlfriend. Official, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more than like a month kind of thing. Yeah. Um, she would do that? No, no. <laughs> oh, my god. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try her. Um, <laughs> she, her roommate, when she, she lived in a dorm at, at university, and her roommate or the, the neighbor next door, so they shared a very thin wall. Yeah. Uh, she would do that with her boyfriend, oh. and you would we could hear it. So we were watching a film, and oh you'd hear like, and this this is whilst they yeah. Anyway, but like oh my, that's yeah. so I hate that, <laughs> and I judge the boyfriend. And they would be eating at the same time, so oh. chewing out loud, and like, I judge the boyfriend for accepting that as well. Like it's a two way street. Like it's one if you do it, that's awful. If you accept it, you're just as as you think is equally as bad. Equally as bad, yes. That's no, I don't like that. <laughs> don't like that. Anyway, my third. Well, mm. we're just doing mine. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. with yours. Mm. Um, what was? Oh yes, when someone can't, when someone doesn't sense the tone of the room, specifically when it comes to like, when it, when you're in a situation where a whisper is needed, <laughs> rather oh. than saying something with full chest. <laughs> Like people who just can't, like people who like aren't like self-aware of what's going on around them, and like people like this. Maybe this covers the whole thing, but just like people aren't self-aware. Yeah. Like would we'll stand in the middle of the street when people are walking past. Like that's not the place to stand. Mm. I mean, if you need a place to stand, that's so understandable. But you've got to move to the side, mm. and like just no spatial awareness doesn't realize when like everyone's talking in a hushed tone because it's a sensitive issue what was that say it again loud no no listen you have ears yeah you have a mind common sense buy it like just so frustrating mm. so annoying yeah anyway mm. that's my last look <laughs> I, I felt it yeah it wasn't clear I'm not a fan ironically you shouted that last yeah <laughs> well I tried not to scream into the microphone but I so was, I was, joking, I was, I was joking. If, if this wasn't on I would have screamed it <laughs> what are your last two uh, I didn't realize we were doing three. Um, oh, sorry. I thought you had prepared three. I should have mentioned that to you. <laughs> sorry, never mind. <laughs> people can't read me. Yeah, like. people who don't understand what's going in my mind. Yeah. Um, my other thing as well, and this is this has come from relationships, like past relationships where I've had to put up with it. Mm. It's just ability to tidy up after yourself or lack yeah. thereof. Yeah, yeah. And like just general attention to cleanliness in the house and things like that. Yeah. Again, we grew up in a very clean house. And <laughs> I just, again, quiet white, clean, tidy, quiet white people. We were very clean, tidy white people. We, we, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what, when I uh, live, uh, when I first got married, something clicked and I was like, I don't like mess. Mm. I put up with it a lot more like in, in like shared housing and stuff like mm. that. Um, but when I, all of a sudden it was just like, I don't like mess and I like things to be tidy and things like that. Yeah. And again, do you know what I always thought was weird growing up is like, because like my mom was very diligent about keeping everything clean and tidy. Mm. Very appreciative she, now. She still is really. S- still is. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's her spare room, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what would always like surprise me is like when I'd go to my friend's houses, which like now as I'm an adult, I feel like it's completely so okay. Like imagine having kids and like having to clean about it. Like it's so mm. intense to try and keep a house tidy let alone when you have children. Yeah. But I would go to my friend's houses and I'd be like, oh, it's not as tidy as our house. 
I'm like such a judgmental child because our house was just so clean and tidy all the time. Yeah. Like there was no. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried about like having kids and just in general, but like, <laughs> but, well, yeah, but, but the, that like, will, the mess that it will because ensue. Now I'm an adult. I'm like, of course, like I have like no judgment for any of my friend's parents who like just tried the best, but you know, especially if they're, wasn't, especially if they're both working parents. Yes, exactly. Mm. But when I was a child, I was like, I can't believe this. <laughs> but yeah, now I, like, would, I think yeah. one day when I had kids, like, it's mean tough. Like just imagine like spending your whole day at work and then having to look after the kids and then tidy the house. No. Yeah. It's just let it be dirty. Just, just let it, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I but, mean, there's, yeah, yeah. But I can, but coming from like, <laughs> a very clean environment home to then like someone who didn't grow up that same way and just doesn't have that same high standard. It's like tough to compromise around that. Mm -hmm. What What are you, I mean, I guess like you don't have a, a living, shared living space. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's mainly just the kitchen and the bathroom. Right. Is it um, just one bathroom? No, there's, there's two, oh, okay. but like I, cause I'm on the top floor and there's okay. only one of the bedroom and one bathroom. So like I share this one bathroom with this other guy. Oh, that's pretty so nice. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty yeah, good. yeah. Um, and he's just the very, clean uh, okay. i guess um i've actually never really seen him or spoken to him but oh, really? <laughs> he okay. leaves it clean and tidy i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. um and then the kitchen is pretty much clean and tidy all the time as well okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 okay that works out quite well yeah yeah, yeah yeah i've never lived in a house where it's been super bad i've been, maybe my first house that i moved out into mm. it was pretty bad at some point I was gonna say that when the when I was in the Philippines and I'd switch flats a lot, like some of them were quite bad. Mm. But we were like I didn't I didn't count the mission. We were like nineteen and twenty, so like mm. I kind of it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give yeah. yourself some room to breathe. Like yeah. when you're a teenager and you first move out, like you just don't appreciate it. And then mm. when you get to your mid late twenties, you're like, Oh, this is valuable <laughs> things. Keeping your house tidy is important. A poll of 2,000 adults found that half of respondents had broken up with their partner because of a nick. Around 12% of respondents said they had broken up with someone because they were obsessed with star signs, whilst 11% said they got the ick when the partner clapped when a plane landed. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's really harsh, to break up with someone. I'd, I just feel like that would be the catalyst for a thought you've had for a very long time about breaking up with someone. Yeah. I just feel like when people break up over icks, it's not that specific. They've had this thought before. Yeah. There's other reasons, but this is just the catalyst to push it over the edge. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Okay, so here are the top... I'll do the top 10 icks. Okay, so the first one is smelling bad. That's very reasonable. Yeah, super reasonable, yeah. The other one is pretending to be more knowledgeable about something than they actually oh, are. That's very frustrating. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. You know, people like pipe up into conversations that they don't know anything about, and you're just like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, three being it's okay to sit there in silence and it's okay to listen sometimes. yeah that's true it's yeah, okay yeah. to listen yeah like every time our friends talk about musicals i always notice you and i just go well we're gonna be very quiet about it's them. nice to listen <laughs> it is nice it's to nice listen. to listen um three being overbearing and rude yeah that's true mm -hmm. double texting i think that's i think that's a deal breaker though i think being rude is a this deal is the thing yeah. i think the first three are and we'll get into the difference but no, i think smelling is also a deal breaker yeah i think the first thing uh uh deal breakers because at, at the end of the day you know if someone's rude you, you don't want to kind of always be associated with that yeah um the fourth one i think is harsh <laughs> double texting as in sec sending a secondary text if you've not responded after the first one I think people need to do that to me more because I'm bad at <laughs> responding. I think I think a chaser text is perfectly fine. 
Um, fifth one is having bad teeth. Okay, people can't always help that. I, I, <laughs> Look, I, there's I, a difference between having like bad teeth and like decaying teeth. <laughs> like oh, someone who doesn't brush their teeth. There's like a difference. That is just <laughs> sometimes you see people. Imagine and you're just to kiss like, someone with teeth. Don't. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't know. Everyone, I don't. I don't. To, I don't want to judge. And everyone's yeah, got everyone things. Everyone has the rhymes and reasons for dental healthcare. Yeah, but yeah. This and to be fair, like, we don't have the best access to dental healthcare in this country, so... I mean, the British have a reputation. And we have reason. a reputation, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are not one to judge. Yeah. Uh, here's another one, which I, I do think is fair, is uh, being rude, not not to do, to, to not do, I'd like to break up with someone, is being rude to a waiter. Yeah, that, I mean, I would, ugh, I don't know if it's a deal break, but it's definitely an egg. Like, there's, it's just clap, like, not necessary. Like, so... Yeah. So low of someone to be disrespectful yeah. to Yeah, I think that says a lot about you. It does say a lot. Yeah. Uh, the other one is living in a mess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like kind of what I was saying, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one's having dirty fingernails, which is something that, yeah. yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, chewing with uh, mouth open. Yep. Being too clingy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah I can see that. Uh, I'll, I'll do a few more. Talking too loud, which is what so, I said, yeah. yeah. Eating and talking at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, being obsessed with their star signs. Yeah. I think I would struggle with someone who I like fair enough if someone believes in that and you know as long as they understand that I don't and so on and so on but if they're obsessed with it and it becomes part of every You're just conversation find someone that's on the same page as I you. would struggle yeah. Um having uh, having long fingernails. Yeah. And here you go putting on a baby voice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just not, not so, good. So so let's let's move on sorry. Um what how do you what's the difference then do you think between an ick and a deal breaker what was the word i used earlier when you asked this or shall ask this oh superficial mm. i think the ick is superficial and like like i said like i I doubt people genuinely break up over icks it's more just a catalyst for thoughts and reasons they've already had in their head mm. um but it's just superficial. Where you could. So why wouldn't you? Why would you break up? Let's say, why would you break up with someone over, um, you know, applauding when the plane lands, rather than you you disgust me as a human being? But why? Why would you? Not, as in, you know, why not give a real reason? As in, like I've lost attraction, or I've the same reason you ghost people on <laughs> turning out. Because because it's just maybe an easier way to because do you I mean, think it's like well well it's, it's, it's here's here's a specific superficial reason mm. and it kind of puts the blame then on you for being superficial rather than be like she just don't like your personality <laughs> like because that's really hurtful for yeah. the other person but then that person can it then go and tell feels them, easier to kind of it feels frustrating but it doesn't feel as it much just of an it attack makes, on, yeah it makes mm. you the more of the villain because you're choosing a superficial reason mm. and it's a lot easier to lie than it is to be honest mm. have you uh what reasons have you broken up with people before i'm not i don't think i've broken up with someone over a superficial reason okay i mean i feel like i've dated people and you know we've not been in a relationship but i've just been like i just don't think this is working out but mm. i've never blamed it on any do you feel like it's just because it just st like relationships stopped working kind of thing or yeah just, just different people different people mm, yeah. okay what about you um yeah i uh i broke up with someone uh because of the way they smiled no it's okay um 
Yeah, I think sometimes I would try and force a relationship because they they were a good person. And then I, at the end of the day, I realized that they, I just didn't have like this solid feelings mm-hmm. um, to support that. And so that would be the kind of biggest factor. And I, I realized as well that because relationships take sacrifice and time and when you're in a good relationship, that's not an issue. It's, it's, a, it's a blessing. You find it fun or you know, you're happy to do those things. But I found it when I was doing things for this other person I really didn't want to I'd rather be doing other things and that was just like my sign that actually I don't didn't have to be doing those things I could be could yeah yeah so that was I think that was kind of the big things and then yeah I I I think uh I think out of my own immaturity as well I'd break out with people I think I wanted I think I wasn't ready for a relationship and so I start dating and then things get more serious and things would calm down casual dating i don't like that you'd much you'd rather (laughs) skip that and go to like like no no no. i just mean like as in like casually dating this person and then casually dating someone else like i don't want to be in a relationship i'll just casually date like Mm. someone's gonna get hurt either you or them oh i see so you rather until you're ready for relationship yeah it's like unless you're ready for a relationship Mm. um then just hang out and just make friends with people that's fine do Mm -hmm. it in groups but you i just ah, don't like casual dating Mm. Unless you're ready to be in a relationship. I mean, not with that person, that's fine if you, you work it out. But you need to be in the mindset of like, I'm okay to enter into a relationship if I find someone I like. Then you're ready to date. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, again, just I think more out of my own immaturity. Um, so what, uh, what kind of questions should you ask yourself before breaking up with someone? Do you think? Um, you know, something I learned is if you're, I mean, maybe it depends how far down the line you are in the relationship. I mean, if you're still dating, maybe you don't have to bring it up and don't make a big deal out of it. But if you've been in a relationship with someone for a long time, and I think if you have um, persistent thoughts about breaking up with someone, having an honest conversation with them about what you're thinking, like you're not saying that you do want to break up, but you're having these thoughts and feelings. What do you think? Is there maybe something on your side? Are you thinking the same thing? Mm. Like, <laughs> I thought we were getting married. <laughs> um, just being honest with your partner about where you're at um, is a much easier way than just like, if you do kind of figure this out on your own and then you just break up out of the blue, it's a lot. Mm. So you think you should have the conversation as you go? Yeah, and some like you'll know when it's right when to do that, but mm. I do think that's an option that you should consider if you are having these thoughts. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Mm. Well, what about you? Well, I um I guess thinking about it, like uh, some questions I would consider is uh, first, um, like, and I think this just kind of helps you kind of evaluate how good of a relationship you have and what you're actually looking for, because um, we've obviously been focusing on the very negative aspects of, of nice. a person and everybody <laughs> <laughs> the best <What>? part oh. <laughs> but that's the thing everybody's got an ick ish or a beige flag or whatever uh, there you go got those in no it's the heat one <laughs> the heat that we're looking for <laughs> we're looking for the heat dome um everybody's got beige flags and 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 so on i guess you know um when we have to be conscious of perhaps any even any red flags that we might carry as well yeah 
Um, <clears throat> and being humble enough to be told about your red flags. Mm, that would be a green flag. The humility is the, the humility. Green flag, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the red flags are still red. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you have to ha- you have to be humble. Enough, like when someone says, "Hey, this is a red flag," mm-hmm. be humble enough to listen. Yeah. Change. Well, that's um, yeah. So we're we're kind of focusing on the negatives and stuff. So I think when you're in relationship, if you are consistently focused on the negatives, mm. then that's all you'll see. Yeah. Now, at if the you're same, looking, if you're looking for a reason to break up with someone, you'll always find it. Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. But now, and as well, I don't want people to ignore red flags. I think, especially in the beginning stages, should be open to everything. But, uh, or not open to everything, but open. <laughs> oh, you, you should, should have keep, your eyes, should be aware. Open eyes open to red flags. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible advice from Joe. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You should keep your eyes open. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, <laughs> eyes to the floor and just go along with everything <laughs> blindly uh, okay so there are a few questions that like uh, to ask yourself kind of thing so how attracted are you to this other person so if you're repulsed by them then that's a big sign uh, how much do you enjoy spending time with them mm-hmm. again that's another thing uh, if someone said that you were like that person would you take it as a compliment mm. So like kind of views like gassy. Excuse me, yeah, I'm gassy. Yeah, <laughs> got the ick. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> um, so I, I think that's a good question because obviously you 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 you're looking for a partner that isn't perfect but will help you be better and, and look. You know, yeah. you know, you had there are people in your life that you like. If someone said, "Oh, you're like this person," you'd take it as a compliment. Yeah. And you'd want that person to be your partner. Yeah, exactly. And if you're looking for a lifetime partner, or, you know, a spouse or whatever then you have to think, okay, this is going to be long-term. Yeah. Like, I've got to be able to... The, the, the positives have to outweigh any negatives by a considerable mile. Um, how well do you both communicate? So I guess that kind of goes back to what you're saying about, like, um, you know, being honest with your thoughts and feelings and, and, and so on and so on about, you know, you're struggling in the relationship, etc. So if, you're, if you don't feel like you can share with your partner, and obviously there's ups and downs and whatever, then that's, a, that's an issue as well. And then just generally, how committed are you? Like, again, a question I asked. I, that's when I when I realized what the first time I ever... Because there's one thing having a girlfriend for the first time and then having to break up with someone for the first time. That's a that's an experience in itself. I think it's, it's hard being broken up with, but it can also, and I'm not saying it's the same, it can also be difficult to break up with someone. And I didn't do it the best way. Mm. Um, yeah. So, like... <laughs> Good times. Good times. <laughs> that's what. That's not what she said. Really. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and so, how committed? And th- that's when I realized when I was doing these kind of things for. Her, I was like, I, I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. I don't. I'd rather do much other things. <laughs> I'd rather do anything else <laughs> but be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be in a loud room, <laughs> untidy. <laughs> I'd rather be in a messy loud room than here with you. <laughs> What, um, a, what a low blow that is. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so what are some of the biggest deal breakers that you have, Jonah? I wrote them down. You did write them down. Uh, arrogance. But this was like a broad... Uh, I feel like arrogance was the best adjective to cover things like rude mm. and pridefulness. Mm. Um, I think those are the main two. <laughs> <laughs> and arrogance. 
Um, and just like boastfulness and, and just things like that. Mm. It kind of almost goes back to like this, like sensing this mood of the room is like a light version of just like arrogance. Yeah. Um, and they think they are the room. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with like taking the spotlight, but you just need to know the time and place. Mm. And sometimes it's not now. Yeah. Um, someone who only wanted to stay. I- oh, yeah. Someone who like either only wants to stay in or only wants to go out. Because I'm the kind of person that's like, sometimes I want to stay in, sometimes I want to go out. Mm. And like, I mean, you don't have to be on the same page all the time, but yeah. it's like, if I want to go out and they're like, no, let's stay in. I'm like, we always stay in. Mm. Or I'm like, I just want to stay in tonight. And they're like, no, no, let's go out. I'm like, I just don't have the energy. Like mm. someone who's also on board. Like I, like this is not a good or a bad thing. It's just a, this is how I, how I operate. You need someone who can do So both. I would need someone who can operate on the same page. Do there's, you there's no right or wrong. It's just different. On the scale, are you like go out and stay in either ends? Are you 50-50 or are you like 40% go out, 6% stay in? Like most of the time. Um, I'd probably say 50-50. Would you? Yeah. Mm. I would say like out of a week, I probably only need two or three social events. Okay. Also, maybe I'm a bit less than. <laughs> 3.5. So, yeah, I'd say maybe about three. Uh, a week. Oh, like three social, social events. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know. Maybe four. Maybe the more I'm thinking about it. Maybe maybe eight. I, <laughs> I, I definitely, I just, throughout the week, I just need both. Like... <laughs> But like, I just mean yeah. like, sometimes there are weeks where like every day I've got something on and I'm like that, like the Sunday going into that week, I've got anxiety already. Okay. <clears throat> so you can't have it too much. Just knowing that like, oh, I got something on every day. I've got to like leave the house. But then like, <laughs> um, well, I don't mean leave the house. I just mean like in the evening, like, I know, I, like yeah, when I, I leave in the morning at like six, I'm not going to be back until like 10. I'm just like, for goodness sake. Mm. Um, on the weeks when I'm like, wow, I have nothing on. Like, oh, that's sad. So I just I just need both, and I would need a partner that would also do both rather mm-hmm. than one or the other. Mm-hmm. Again, not right or wrong, just different. Mm. Where do, where am I reading this from? Oh, and someone who's closed-minded. There isn't like a specific topic that I would need them to be open-minded to, but just like in general, like when you have conversations with people that are just like, no, I'm right, and it's like, okay, well, conversation over then, because there's no point arguing with someone who isn't, you know open-minded mm. <laughs> so and it just makes living with that person very difficult mm-hmm. like so yeah they just have to be an open-minded person mm-hmm. which kind of goes back to the arrogance thing but yeah. mm-hmm. what about you what's i know you've already said some deal breakers but yeah i mean um, they were your ex so it's like so it yeah doesn't count yeah what are definitive deal breakers well um I, if i could flip it as well because obviously I'm, I'm, these now become your ex <laughs> well no but obviously like it's slightly different you and i are in slightly different situ- well no very different situations since that i'm i'm married and you are <laughs> and so like i don't i don't i think thinking about deal breakers and ix is more of a single person thing because you're constantly thinking about like because you're, you're judging these people on your yeah you have you have and I, I think it's I think it's uh, and this is what the important thing this is what the kind of the doctor was saying I think she's a doctor the professional <laughs> is that deal breakers are important because it's important to have your standards mm-hmm. of what you want from a relationship slash partner and it's important you have that standards because if you compromise on those things you're compromising on how happy you can be in that relationship now sometimes you do have to it might be 
the odd thing you might have to kind of you know as you Lean a as you bit. mature you change your standards slightly either to higher or, or you know lower lower <laughs> just like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying anything but <laughs> you fill in the gaps but like i watched this one comedian yeah. and she was talking about like lowering her standards yeah. the older she gets and she was just like at this point they don't even have to read i'll read for the both of us <laughs> but yeah sorry carry on uh yeah but um yeah just think more positively something i'm very grateful for is that krishel and i can communicate really well and that she does work on herself and and just like me we have our ups and downs and we have like different kind of social needs so i am more i will will naturally book my calendar up more than she will she's a bit more like you uh, and so i've had to and having to adapt that. And she's also worked on being, you know, she's worked in sacrifices and does more of the social calendar stuff. So it balances out, but there's there's constant work on that as well. Um, but that goes down to the fact that one, we're both committed to each other and that we, we love each other and so on. And as we do though, as we spend time with each other, I love her a lot more than I did six months ago and when we first got married and started dating, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so <clears throat> I think having those constant kind of reflections of, I think, you know, Chriselle, don't get me wrong, has her flaws, but she, I know she's a, a, a genuinely kind, good person who wants to do good and wants to help. And I, I've always admired that about her. And if someone said that about me, I'd, I'd say that's the biggest compliment you could give, you know. And also I admire her creative ability or talents that she helped set up our cameras today. She's got insights into things and and that i don't have she's incredibly intuitive as well she can figure out problems a lot faster than i can i just say chrishell what do you think and she does it but like she's she's really good with that kind of stuff and and yeah so i i i guess like it's also trying to think not just what your deal breakers are but what do you want in a in a partner relationship and and the other thing as well is is uh she's she's the best cheerleader as well and, and that's another big thing that you want to look for in a partner as well as someone who will be your cheerleader as well. And she's the best. So no one else can have her. Tough. So what are your deal breakers, Joe? <laughs> well, that's what my, my point is. I don't, I haven't thought about deal I know deal what breakers. your point is, Joe. You just said it. But my question is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I mean, they would really link to deal breakers, but I guess, uh, sorry, to, to the expert as well. I guess the opposites of those things. So people who, someone who isn't considerate of other people, uh, someone who would just want to stay in all the time. That would be hard for me. Um, someone who. Um, you don't like quiet nights in. I love quiet nights in. Okay. But if I have too many, I'll. What is to, too many? I have one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Every lifetime. <laughs> Um, too many would be, I think, two weeks in a row. Or like uh, two, two weeks. weeks full of quiet nights. Oh, okay. I said two weeks in a row. I was like, okay. No. Um, I'd like two, so, so 14, 14 days, days of just quiet nights. quiet nights. Okay. I think like a week would be nice, but oh, excuse me. I'm, but I say that because I haven't had a week of just quiet nights for a long time. And you wouldn't like that? Uh, no, I would. I think I would like that now. I'm looking forward to kind of the Christmas break because we'll be doing things, but we'll I'll have more time it's during the day instead. Yeah, pace. yeah, exactly. Um, uh, 
but yeah so i i think i should do a bit more have a few more quiet nights. and how do you deal with adjusting to what Chriselle needs uh, not well i throw a tantrum so perfect <laughs> And that's good because you're only 30 years old. So. <laughs> uh, no, um, I, I love reflection. Reflection of your priorities and you think, okay, well, um, seeing things from her side as well and then going, okay, well, I, I need to change this and need to change that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it can be hard depending on what it is you're asked to give up and then and then you, you reflect and think, okay, what's most important? And then you, you make that decision. Mm. Is your nights in the biggest thing you've had to change? Uh, in our relationship? No, um, I don't know if it's the biggest thing I've had to change, but it, it is something we're, we're talking about and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's something I'm working on, for Fair sure. Mm-hmm. Fair um, but yeah, other deal breakers. Um, I think as well... Uh, my religion is very important to me and also certain political beliefs as well. I think it's like with political beliefs, it's okay to, you know, have differences. In fact, it's healthy because you can challenge each other. Do you think it's um, easier or harder to have different religious beliefs or different political beliefs? I think it's the same. You think it's the same? Yeah, depending on how wide the spectrum, like the the beliefs are. Depends on what the beliefs are. Yeah, Yeah, because even if you're part of the same religion, you might not have the exact same beliefs per se. True. Um, But like if you are hard left and someone's hard right. <laughs> and I think there's one thing like just being able to like live with each other. There's another thing if you involve children because you obviously wanted to educate children of what you think is right. Like what you... Exactly. Yeah, how yeah, you yeah. think they should be treated. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. tough. We should all work the same and get equal pay. And I'm just kidding, but like... Um, you don't, but you then... That's just no, I was, <laughs> I was going for communism, but I think went for socialism by accident. <laughs> but um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, and um, do you and Kushal, I mean, you're both of the same faith, but mm-hmm. do you have the same political beliefs? Similar, I, I, fairly similar. similar maybe, maybe we'd, maybe we'd have a few differences. Um, I mean, as well, I mean, she's come from the US and I'm, I'm from the UK, so there might be slightly different kind of ways we see things. Um, so there have, have, and there have been like cultural differences as well. Mm-hmm. like for sure so uh, me being british and, and she being like mexican and then a bit american as well like <laughs> culture wise and stuff um so like the loudness thing and stuff like it's she's used to a lot she's much used to she's much more used to a louder home yeah than i am be a different household growing up so yeah, yeah. different um, yeah so that like even like um i know you, you spoke about like obviously um cultural differences but even like every household has a different culture. Oh, that's true. And so like, you know, you can come from the same background, but like just when you live with someone new, you then are adapting each of these house cultures, which can be quite uh, clashy. And I think as well, like um, the older you get, the more solidified you get in how you like things in the house. The less you want to change. Yeah. Yeah. The the less you're willing to give up. I think it's like want, but well, yeah, I guess you're right. But like, I think the harder it is to change, the harder it is to kind of like, have that flexibility and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Because you just get very comfortable in it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and change is uncomfortable. Yeah. But I, I guess to just kind of sum up, uh, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> deal breakers, yeah. they are what they are. You know, it, you can see deal deal breakers as kind of like um, uh, a heat dome, if you like. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Just kidding. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Thank you. 
okay, so today's top trump is best first date film. The categories are humor, romance, storyline, and testing your partner's taste in film. Would you like to go first, Jonah? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, have you heard of Warm Bodies? Oh, yeah. I've read the book. I've never seen the film, but I've read the book. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That was my first day ever. Oh. Um, well, I don't know. My first proper day, I say. We'll say that. Okay. Um, what would be your first anything you can class as a date? Well, I mean, like, I had kissed girls before when I was young and teenage, but I don't think they were proper dates. We just met up to... Anyway, but I was just... <laughs> anyway. How so, many? Just two. Just two. Okay. All right. It sounded like it was like a weekly thing. That day. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so we went to the cinema to go watch this. Um, and like, looking back on reflection, I was like, this was a great movie idea for like a first date. Like, it's it's a romantic comedy. Good for teenagers as well, I think. Great for... Te- well, I... I haven't watched it since I was 16, but I, <laughs> looking back, I'm like, it was a good film. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, what the kind of humor? It's funny. Mm. Like, it is funny. Um, uh, who's it got in it again? Nicholas Holt yeah. is the main guy. I can't remember the actress's name. And okay. then there's another guy that's like very famous, but I can't remember his okay. name either. <laughs> but if you would definitely have seen his films. Yeah. He's a very recognizable face. And he was really funny. Um what was the second category after humor? Uh, romance. Romance. It's a romantic comedy. Because he but it's falls not, in love with uh, someone who's alive, right? Like, the, it's, yeah. Like, so there's zombies and there's humans. Yeah. Zombies have, like, taken over. And, yeah, there's As alive, this living someone, girl. Sorry, and, yeah, I think he ate her boyfriend. It's <laughs> The whole thing is it's, it's Romeo and Juliet, but people and zombies. So that's the whole thing. Good premise, yeah. Yeah, I know. An original story, mm. some might say. Mm. Um, and yeah, so the romance is there, but it like it's it's not shoehorned and it doesn't feel cheesy. It's like it's nice, mm. at least from what I can remember. Um, storyline. Storyline. I mean, it's the most classic storyline of all time. Oh, that is, that's a fair, solid point. You can't get a better storyline. There's a reason why it gets copied all the time. There is a reason. Oh, that's strong. There Good is point. A yeah. And then testing your partner's taste in film. Um, okay, it's not like some huge life-changing film, but it's just a good quality film. And Nicholas Holt is a great actor. I feel like he's just very mm. safe, but anything that Nicholas Holt is in, he does a really good job. Mm. That's what I say. What do you say? What? <laughs> <laughs> Take that out. Biggest dick. Burping <laughs> into the microphone. Uh, top, okay, so humor, I've, I don't know. I, I'm going off the book. Yeah. So that's I don't know how funny it is in the film, but I'll give it a seven. Okay. Like I remember liking it, but I think humor slightly translates differently from in a book. Of film, yeah. yeah, it has to be really funny. I think to laugh out loud from a book. Um, I don't know. Some writers are really good. Some I writers mean, are very sometimes good. It's but sometimes you when you read it. No. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you're kind of laughing in your mind, but not necessarily out loud or as loud out laugh as loud as you would laugh at a film. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, Romance, um, yeah, I I would I'd give that a seven point five. It's not like the most romantic film. Romeo and Juliet, Joe. 
But it's zombies. So that's the that's the so that makes it better. Minus two point five. I don't know. Uh storyline nine nine point five because it's it, one it's it's quite fresh, but it's it's a fresh it's a take fresh take on, a, on an old classic. An old classic. <laughs> you should have done the, the um, trailer. Trailer, yeah. Uh and then testing taste uh testing your partner's taste in film. And then testing your partner's taste in film. I don't know if it's that risky. I mean what what are you testing exactly? Justify this to me a little bit more. No, there's nothing to justify. There's, there's I'm going to give this really a test. six then. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay. All right. My So I, I was going to go for a really boring one because it was my first film date. Same? Yeah. it was. But not your first date. I don't... No. No, it wasn't. Oh, maybe it wasn't the first film date. Maybe I went on another date. So anyway, it's the one that... It was the first film date of a girl that I really, really liked. Okay. Really liked. Um, it was The Proposal. But I, I want. Yes, to, okay, I, want, I do know that one. with um, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Yes, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah, we watched it at home with mom and dad one time, <laughs> which I'm looking back. At and the scene that they walk in. I, d- I don't think we should have like, watched that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway, anyway. Uh, but I want to change it slightly, oh, and shit. I'm going to lose lose points in the romance. I think, but I'm going to change it to Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Okay. I think that's a good first date film. Okay, how come? I think because. One, it it kind of like uh, the premise is of living your life, and I think it's quite a romantic film in terms of like how to see life, like it romanticizes life. Yeah, and there is a little bit of romance, like he kind of gets interested in a, in a girl, he kind of does things to impress a woman a little bit, um, but it's not necessarily like a, a rom com or a romantic yeah. film. I think um, it's not the point of the film. It's not the point. Yeah. Um. Why did I choose this? Is that, is that was that the question? Sorry, I uh, think I think I think it's a good good storyline. I think the the humor? vibe how, is how really you, good. How would you class the humor? Uh, I don't really remember laughing out too much. Maybe a little bit. I I class it as like a five. I wouldn't put it on as a comedy. Yeah, so I'm losing out there. Romance <laughs> five. I don't. I did not think this through. Storyline. I give it. Oh gosh, I gave you a nine point five. <laughs> Story, <laughs> storyline. I give it a nine. Nine, because yeah, no, it yeah. is a good story, and I think it's just, I think it's also really it was nice. A book as too, was well, right? Sorry, it was a book as well, right? Well, yeah, I think, I think it was. Um, I don't know if it was a book, but it was a, it was, was original it was a, film. It was a news article or something. Oh, it was like a, it was a news, it was article. an essay or something like that. It's an essay. Oh, I'm downing myself now. The way you went so high pitched. Well, the <laughs> it was some form of literature say, beforehand. I know it was a it remake was not a, of a film. It was film. not an, a remake. <laughs> we just got really, maybe that's someone's ick it's when men got really high pitched like, a remake um, yeah it was a remake of a film interesting I didn't know I, that but maybe that film was have based on have you seen the a, original no but that would be cool to watch actually interesting mm. okay no, um, now I'm dialing myself I'll have to I'm so sorry if I'm wrong uh, <laughs> you have to no research but I think I think it's good for, I think it's a good nine again for testing your parents t- uh, parents <laughs> <laughs> Oh, on a date? <laughs> I'm just uh, testing your partners. <laughs> quiet white people. <laughs> it's a great quiet white person <laughs> film. Uh, testing your partner's taste in film because I think it's just I think it's really good at kind of romanticizing life, and that would be. It is a great standard film. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if they found it boring, or they didn't like the message, or they just wanted to watch like Fast and Furious, I'd be like, I don't <laughs> think we're meant to be. I don't have friends. I have family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that going? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what would you give the scores, Jonas? Sorry. Um, humor 
six. Like it's like smile worthy okay. movie, but yeah. you're not like it's got think. Ben Stiller, so there's something in it. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, but he can also do dramatic roles. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> he I think he just, just walk on camera and be like <laughs> Ben Stiller. <laughs> just um, um, yeah, he just can't. But not like, anyway. Yeah, um, uh, romance. Yeah, um, it, it's not like a romance film, so I wouldn't. It's six. Like, okay, that's what I get. But I like the point you made about romanticizing life, but it's mm. the wrong kind of. Romance it's not the romance you're looking for. It's not the one we're looking for. Storyline, nine, definitely. Mm. Um, and test your partner's taste in film. I would say eight. Mm. Okay. So I think I won. I, well, I, yes, but we'll give it to the people. Speaking of giving it to the people, let's just check how we did last time. Oh, uh, for the most comforting TV show, Chriselle and I won. Right. 67%. And the rest was 17% for Jonah Avatar. And so, and seventeen percent for obviously the answer is cool. Nice, good stuff. Uh, great, Jonah. Where can people find us? If you would like to keep up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram and um, TikTok and YouTube at How Do You Survive. Great. Well, thank you very much for listening again. We love you. Appreciate you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.